Welcome to the Light Up Your Business podcast, the show where we dive deep into the world of small businesses. I'm your host, Tammy Hirschberger, and each episode will bring you inspiring stories, expert insights, and practical tips to help your small business thrive. Whether you're an entrepreneur just starting out or a seasoned business owner, this podcast is your go-to source for success in the small business world. Let's get started. Hi, everyone. I want to welcome you back. I don't know. Today, I kind of wanted to just have a little conversation. I wanted to talk to you guys about me. Um, You're probably wondering, who is this person? Why has she got a podcast? What does she know, right? Well, I want to just, this is not going to be a super long one today, but I kind of want to just talk to you a little bit about that. So I think in life, we look at ourselves and we think, you know, we, we messed up. We didn't do good enough. We're not good enough. Who are you to do these things? What experience do I have? Why do I deserve happiness? Why should I be doing the things I'm doing, right? We all question ourselves. We wonder, sometimes I wonder, like, can I overcome the mistakes I've made in my life? Can I be the person I want to be, right? And so I want to tell you a little bit, a little bit about me. I'm 40 years old. I'm married. I've been married a long time. <laughs> I've been with my husband for, I think, 23 years now. And we've been married for, I think, 15 years. And I grew up in a family. I had two older brothers. And then I had a younger brother and sister who were, those two were twins. I was the middle child. We grew up poor. I mean, we grew up in a trailer park. The trailer we owned was actually my brother's. My, I don't think my mom ever owned anything that was her own, like her own. And I mean that like she owned a car, but it was never a nice car. She never owned her own home. She rented, um, which there's nothing wrong with that. But, you know, it was not like nice rentals per se. But we grew up in a place that was pretty poor. We, you know, we struggled a lot. We, I, I, I don't want to say like it was a terrible childhood because my mom did everything she could for us. She loved us. She took care of us. She was there for us. She protected us. My mom was so fierce. If you mess with her, I understand the mama bear thing because my mom was that way, right? And I think growing up in an environment that was quite poor, you know, we would shop at Goodwill and Salvation Army. And I do remember like, I don't know, she would save enough money like at the beginning of the school year, we could get like one pair of new shoes that would have to last us the whole year. Um, she'd get us a couple new shirts and pants, you know, it wasn't a lot, but my mom, she would make sure we had enough and we never lacked. I don't, we always had food. Um, we always had toys. They may not have been the most amazing toy of the year, but it was a toy. And we, as we got older, my brothers, you know, they, they worked and my oldest brother was like a dad to me. He helped take care of the family. And I am so thankful for all that. And I think, you know, growing up in that environment, I was the first person in my family to graduate high school, right? And then my brothers, they were quite a bit older than me, but they eventually went and got their GEDs and they went and they went to college and did their thing. And I just remember growing up in a place of like, this cannot be all there is. And I don't mean that in disrespect. I do not mean like, because you don't have a fancy home or you don't have fancy stuff, you're not you know, you're nothing special. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm just talking about there was always a drive within me that knew like, because my grandmother was in a trailer park, my uncles were in trailer. I mean, like I just saw everywhere for generations. They just were not super rich. They didn't. And not that it's all about richness. That's not what I'm saying either. But 
I don't actually know anyone, unless I could be wrong, but I don't know personally um, in my family anyone that owned their own business, right? They would do side jobs. Like my brother, he he does he basically has a business. He does jobs on the side and, and is a mechanic, um, but they never formally turned it into like, this is my business, right? And so looking back at all of that, I'm doing this podcast today because I want to help small businesses. I want to help people that want to start their business, who are in the middle of growing a business, you know, someone that has dreams of like, I can do more with myself than just work for someone. And it's so honorable to work for someone. I did it for many years and I believe that I was honorable in that and I did the best I could. And I believe that's why God helped me to start my own businesses. And I just had always that drive to like, I gotta, I gotta do something different. And I always wanted to make my mom proud of me. Right. And so I graduated high school. I went to college. Now the college I went to was a small technical school in Red Wing, Minnesota. And I learned basic office stuff. I mean, it was like a general secretary program, which sounds very minimal. Uh, it was a couple year program. And so I graduated with that. And, and then I just knew, like, I don't know what I want to do with myself because at, you know, 18 years old at owning a business did not seem like something would ever happen to me. So I went and started working for a flooring store as a secretary. And then, you know, I eventually moved to Wyoming and then I went and worked as an office manager in, in a real estate company. And then I worked for, um, a woman who became an amazing boss to me. She was probably the best boss I ever had. And I worked, that was a, um, a promotional products place basically. And then there, you know, I worked my way up and I took two people's job and I was doing it all myself. And then I took three people's job and I was doing it all myself. And I just remember like, if I work hard and I'm honest and I watch and I pay attention to what these people are doing that I'm working for, cause they were all small businesses. I never worked fortune 500 company. I never worked for a huge corporate company other than one time I worked for Walmart when I was in high school. I hated that job. Right. But Anyway, that was most of my career has been working for small companies before I started my own companies. And I remember thinking to myself, if I work hard, I show them I can do it. I can show them I'm trustworthy and honest. And I listen and watch to what the owners are doing. I'm pretty sure I can do it. And so I started watching and learning and watching and learning. And I remember like, this is probably sounds stupid, but I worked for a flooring store and the guy the owner wasn't, he had two businesses, two flooring stores, two totally different ones. And so before long, I worked for him. I don't remember a few years to th maybe three, four years. I can't remember for sure. But before long, I noticed he started to not be there as much. He just started to kind of trust the salesman and me. It was quite small, but we did quite well. And before long, I was pretty much running the office. And then next thing I know, he said to me, I'm going to put you on the bank accounts because I want you to be able to sign checks and I don't want to have to be here. And I just remember being like, I don't know, 19 years old, thinking to myself, this guy trusts me to put me on to sign the checks. Now, obviously, if I had done wrong, he would figure it out and I'd probably go to jail for that. And so that is, <laughs> I am not a thief by any means. And so I just remember being wowed by that. Like this guy really trusts me and that meant something to me. And so in time, I just kind of, as John and I, you know, got older and we moved around, we went from one state to another and we just lived life. One day I was like, you know what? It's time to start our own business. Let's try it. And so we started online furniture business. It, I had it for six years. It, it didn't do bad. It was not super exciting, let me tell you. But, you know, I learned a lot in that business. I learned a lot about online. Um, I was in Wyoming, which is not the most exciting state. And so it came to a point where it was like, this isn't really 
tickling my feather, if you know what I'm saying. So the opportunity came to go trucking. And so we went and started a trucking business and we had connections through John's family. And we found some people that like, they helped us figure out how to find connections to get the, the furniture. So we hauled Amish furniture across the country. That was a tough gig. We did it for like nine months and, and we could have kept going with it. I just, cause we were doing really well, you know, me and John, we really take care of people. And if we mess something up, we'd fix it. And we did everything we could to be the best at it as we could. And at the end of the day, I was, you know, I was a lot younger. I was a lot skinnier then, but it was so hard on me personally. Cause it was literally John and myself delivering in home furniture, which was like Amish stuff is solid wood, heavy. And like, it was destroying my back. It was not good for me. And I finally told my husband, I said, you know, this, this is tough. I don't know if I can keep doing this. And so we went back in the oil field and we, we, uh, I don't know. We just decided it was time to do something different. And so we basically closed it out and said, okay, we're going to, we're going to let this go. Right. So we went back in the oil field. I was still doing the furniture store. I realized the furniture store is not really doing what I need. In the meantime, this guy comes in who had the barnyard and he owned it like, I don't know, 14 years or 16 years, something like that, a long time at that point. And he asked me if I wanted to buy his business. And I remember thinking like, no, I just literally, you know, opened a retail space because I was doing online furniture for a long time. And I was like, I can't even fathom that. But I said, my husband would probably love it because he likes that kind of stuff. But no, I don't think so. Well, a year later, he comes back again. And he's like, you know, I, I want to sell this business. And I told him, I said, well, what's your deal now? And so he told me he wanted to sell the business. The real estate was optional, which I did not want to buy the real estate at that time because the money was so, it was a large number. And I remember my mind I couldn't even wrap my mind around that kind of money. I was like, no, I, I can't imagine going in debt that far. And so we had a conversation, me and my husband, and we talked about it and we realized, okay, yeah, you know, we can buy the business. I cannot, I don't want the real estate. And then we'll let the furniture business go because it wasn't turning much of a profit. It just wasn't working out for us. And the downturn in the economy was happening in 08. And so we, it was time to let it go. So no, I take that back. Not 08. It was 12, I think. 12 or 13. Sorry. Anyway, and so the economy wasn't doing great. And so the furniture store had slowed way down. And so we decided, you know what, we'll pay it all off. We can pay the debt. We can just close it honestly with no, nobody getting stiffed. So we closed it. We, we bought the barnyard. Now I will tell you, buying a business with a loan of six figures was terrifying to me. I remember thinking like, I am literally spending all this money to go to work every single day. My mind, my faith was not where it is today. Cause I was like, I don't know how we're ever going to dig out of this hole, but I'm willing to try. So John and I go into business. We are, the barnyard was a great, I mean, probably the biggest blessing God's ever brought, brought to us. And so we go to work every day. Right. And I'm trying to figure out, okay, how do we run this by ourselves? It was John and I, and then the owner at the time, he stayed for a short bit to just kind of train us on how it works. And then he was out and he did the deliveries. Um, and then his son would do the on-sites for us because there was just two of us there. So we did that for a few years. And then eventually the son didn't want to do the on-sites anymore. So we took that on. And then it took like, I don't know, maybe year four, I want to say, probably something like that. Um, my husband wanted to take over the deliveries because we had a little more help at the shop. And so we took on the deliveries and then it became a hundred percent ours. Now I will say, this is a testament to how good God is. He took a loan that was six figures. It was a five-year loan and he paid it off in three years. That's a lot of money, folks. There was, 
we, me and my husband had bought some homes and then we sold them and made a profit. And then we bought a house, renovated it, sold it and made a good profit on that. And that was kind of the, what ended up paying off our business. But it was pretty cool to see what God can do, right? And so through all this, I'm learning, I'm watching, I'm trying to figure out, you know, I'm, it's basically boots on the ground. Like I didn't go to school to learn how to run a business. I was learning it day by day, step by step. And same thing with my husband. And, you know, I truly believe when you're a kid my age and you see that life can be what you make of it, right? You can be a poor kid that works hard, is honest, does their best, cares about people, and God will take care of you. I'm telling you. And so I watched us kind of slowly growing that business. And, you know, we do seven figures now. And then I opened the window business. And so, and me and my business partner grew that from $0 to almost $400,000. Like we did really well with it in a short period of time before I had to let it go and let him take it. And, but in the middle of all that, let me tell you something. I had, we had opened up another trucking business to do furniture hauling. And again, it got to the point where I was like, I'm so burned out of this. I can't do it. And we ended up tithing or that's not even the word, not tithing. We sowed seed. We gave that business away, right? I gave it to someone. And then again, with my furniture business, it wasn't working out, right? And instead of trying to destroy the business and fight for it, and I could, I had some options. I could have closed it. Uh, we could fight over it in court and see who gets what, or I could do what the Lord told me. And the Lord said, just let them have it. And so I gave my half, I, I own 51% of that business. I gave it away to my business partner, almost kicking and screaming. No, <laughs> it was really, really hard for me. But I gave it away because I thought I don't want to destroy a business I've completely spent. I almost burned myself to the ground, honestly, to build it. But I knew I didn't want to destroy it. I didn't want to shut it down. I didn't want to hurt my business partner and his family by, by fighting over it. I was like, this, this person has family to take care of. I don't have children. I have another business that does super well. I'm going to just let it go so that way I will be okay emotionally, mentally, and I can fix myself and build myself back to where I need to be. He'll be taken care of. His family's taken care of. And I can continue on. And I do believe as hard as that was for me, God will provide and he will, he will take that seed that I sowed. And that's two businesses me and my husband have gave away. We will, I know we will see good from that, right? God will turn that into something good. And so I believe God will take care of us and provide. And, you know, now I have this podcast, which I get to talk to you guys and I'm hoping you're learning something from it. And I have my faith-filled coaching and I can start you know, helping people through my coaching program, which I wouldn't be able to do any of this if I had kept the other business because I had no time, right? We just were in such a bad place. And so I'm looking back at life now and I'm thinking to myself, for this podcast, what can I teach people? Well, you know, I'm not an expert in business. I didn't go to school. I don't have an MBA. I just know from my own experience, starting, growing, selling, closing, businesses, all these things, I have learned my own lessons. And if I can teach you guys anything, it's to at least learn from my mistakes, right? Some people are stubborn and have to do it their own way. But if you can learn from me, and if I can teach you anything, you know, then all of this is worth it, because I want to just help people. I'm in a place in my life that, yes, we all have to make money. But to me, it's, it's about helping people. It's about doing my purpose and passion. And I just I guess I want to, I'm saying all this to encourage anyone out there that, you know, you grew up poor, you grew up with no one in your family who've ever started a business. Maybe you didn't even go to school for business. Like I, I went for an office and I own a very good business. Now I've owned different businesses. I own a very fast growing business that 
if I could have had more time and in a different circumstance, I think I could have grown that thing with my business partner quite large. So that to me is unfortunate, but God's got a plan for me and God has a plan for you. And so as I wrap this up, I just want you to know, no matter where you are in life, no matter your education, your background, the amount of money in your bank account right now, it doesn't matter, right? If you believe in yourself, if you believe in the product you have or the service you can offer, if you have excellent customer service, if you have any, I mean, you have to not be an idiot with money, obviously, but if you have some basic knowledge of money and paying bills and saving money and and the vision of like what your business can be, whether you're an art person, a person that wants to do art, whether you're a trucking company, whether you want to sell rugs, whether you want to sell furniture, whatever it is, right? I need you to do this for you. I need you to do it for you. Do it for your family. Believe in yourself, man. I watch people every single day who don't believe in themselves. I coach people who are struggling to believe in themselves. Self-worth in this country is in the toilet. Like we are always comparing ourselves to someone else. We're always telling ourselves we're not enough. We've got to stop that, right? Like I am telling you, stop it. Don't do it anymore. Believe in yourself. And then go out and start to, you know, figure out ways to start your dream. It can be so small. I've listened to so many stories of people starting something in their garage and they sell it at flea markets. They sell it at a uh, farmer's market. They sell it online. They eBay it. They Etsy it. They Zazzle it. I mean, there's all of these options, right? And if there's an opportunity to buy a business, you know, do your research. Look at the tax returns. Make sure this thing is sustainable. Make sure the numbers are realistic, right? And if it is, don't be afraid to believe in yourself. I mean, we took on a huge loan and I just kind of, I just didn't even know how I was going to do it, but I knew the numbers sustained it, right? Like I could see over this many years, this thing has always made money. We have taken it, we've tripled it since we bought it, right? Because we had the vision and the passion and we are nobody special. I mean, I know I'm special, but I also know I'm not that special, right? And like John and I do not have these amazing, he has an eighth grade education. My husband is so freaking smart, not necessarily like, Harvard book smart, but I'm saying that dude can fix anything. He is so smart mechanically. He is smart with money. He is smart with people. I mean, like he's, my husband is amazing. If you're not getting that, (laughs) I am so blessed and he's honest. He's hardworking. He will outwork anyone I know at his age. And I'm telling you, if you have the passion, the dream and the vision, you can do it, man. Start that business. Freaking go out there and start getting your plan put together, right? Don't just go throw money down and have no idea what you're doing. So you got to do a little preparation and we'll have a podcast talking about some of the things you can do to prepare for your business. But just believe in yourself, man. I'm, I'm over watching people not believe in themselves. I don't want to hear it anymore. Believe in yourself. Do it show people me I'm the type of personality that like you say I can't do it freaking watch me I'm gonna show you and I'm gonna make you eat your words because that's that's motivation to me it's not anger it's like I don't know it builds up a fire in me of like I don't know I don't know how to explain like I just I'm gonna show you right I remember being called um as a kid trailer trash because we grew up in the trailer park and I'm sorry but the person that said to me their life isn't so great today I've watched I've looked at them I've found them online I've looked them up They're not doing that hot. So you know what? Don't let anyone tell you who you are. Don't let anyone tell you what you can do. And if you have God in your life, man, you can do anything. The Bible says that we are children of God, right? We have a mind of Christ. We can do anything through God who strengthens us. And so I want you to go out, make it great. If you guys have any stories that you want to share with me, you can send me emails. Um, It's lightupyourbusinessllc at gmail.com. 
Um, you can also go on my website for more information. I would love to hear people's stories. I'm on Facebook um, under Light Up Your Business. I would like to see what you can, what you've done. What have you, you know, what have you built? Most of the greatest stories in America are people who didn't have a lot and they built these amazing companies or, you know, and you don't always have to, I want to clarify something. When I say that, I don't mean you have to have a million, two, three, four, five million dollar company. If you have a company that supports your family and makes you happy and gives you time to be home with your family and raise your children, that's a successful business in my mind. I don't care if it's not a $7 million company. I think we get too hyper-focused on, got to have a huge company, which I think is part of what hurt my window business is our passion to grow it as large as we could, as fast as we could. Um, I think that kind of wasn't great. I think it burned us out. And I think if we had taken it slower and it's okay to be happy with a business that's, that provides for your family. You don't have to have 700 employees, right? If you have five or even three and it's what you want and it makes time for your family. So you have financial freedom, you have financial choice, you have freedom to decide when you want to work. That's okay. If you're a single man, plumber, whatever, and that's, it's enough for your family then that's all that matters. If that's the dream you have, that's okay. That's great. Go for it. You don't have to, you know, have this massive company unless that's what you want. That's okay too. But just remember, go for it. Don't limit yourself. Stop self-limiting. Don't self-sabotage. You know, don't tell yourself you're not enough. This is Tammy and I'm telling you, you are enough, man. If I didn't just tell you that for the last 20 minutes, I hope you're getting it. You are enough. You are amazing. You are great. You are everything God made you to be. So dig in. Go after your dreams and don't stop. And then tell me about it. I want to hear about it. Tell me how amazing you are. Tell me the things that you've done. Show me the things God has done for you so I can share it with other people. And if you know someone or anyone interested in being on my podcast with me and you have a story to tell, a business you want to start, a business that you've started and you're growing, if you have questions, if you have concerns, send me a message, man. Let's talk. Until next time, this is Tammy and I'll see you later. And remember, in the world of business, every success story begins with a passionate dream and ends with a strategic billion-dollar handshake. Stay ambitious, stay innovative, and keep making those deals that reshape tomorrow. Thank you all for tuning in, and until next time, remember Proverbs 3.3 says, Let love and faithfulness never leave you. Bind them around your neck. Write them on the tablet of your heart. That way, you will win favor and a good name in the sight of God and man. And remember, if you like what you heard today, click the follow button so you never miss an episode. Are you ready to take your small business to new heights? With Faithful Coaching, you'll receive personalized guidance rooted in both practical business know-how and deep faith-based principles. Picture this, achieve your goals with clarity, purpose, and unwavering faith. That's what our expert coaches specialize in. Whether you're just starting out or looking to expand, our tailored coaching programs are designed to meet you where you are and propel you forward. Say goodbye to overwhelm and self-doubt and hello to confidence and success. Join the Faithful Coaching family today and step into the abundant future you've always envisioned. Visit faithfulcoach.com to schedule your free 30-minute consultation. Let's make your dreams a reality together.